the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts with the day's leading scientific and esoteric experts, supporting the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring the evolution of healing, the marriage of medicine and spirit. The study of ecosystems demonstrates that everything is related to and dependent upon everything else. Remove a predator and you're overrun by prey. Eliminate a nutrient and crops fail. Divert a river and multitudes die. Burn one area and another one floods. Humans are ecosystems, communities of numerous organisms and dimensions forming the whole. Changing one aspect will profoundly affect the entire system. Not only are we comprised of organisms that must have balanced interaction for health and longevity, but we're also physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual beings. All of these levels must maintain balanced yet mobile relationships for us to thrive. Modern medicine dismantles the various levels, organisms, and systems, studying and treating them as standalones by segregated practices. Some aspects, such as the spiritual or energetic, are often not taken into consideration. Can the elusive solutions to chronic disease be found in the gaps between practices? What impact does ignoring the spiritual or energetic level have on the effectiveness of current healing modalities? What would health and healing look like if the entire human ecosystem were taken into consideration? What changes will we have to implement in the current system to achieve balanced, effective health care? With us this hour to explore the marriage of medicine and spirit is Dr. Veronica Anderson. 
an MD, medical intuitive, functional medicine practitioner, and homeopath. She's the author of the number one best-selling book, But Now I See, a medical intuitive surgeon's guide to the meaning of your illness and how to heal from chronic and incurable disease. She began her medical career as an eye surgeon and now has the distinction of being a licensed physician and a practicing psychic. Her website, drveronica.com. Dr. Veronica, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, You're a licensed physician. Where did you study? I originally studied my undergrad at Princeton University, and then I went to Rutgers Medical School in New Jersey, went on to New York City to Mount Sinai Medical Center, and became an eye surgeon originally, an ophthalmologist. So what drew you uh, to branch out from being an eye surgeon into functional medicine? (laughs) Well, as I was practicing, I realized that a lot of people had issues that they were creating themselves. Um, They didn't necessarily know that they were creating them themselves, but there was no structure within the traditional Western medical training to be able to help these people that I was seeing who were going blind on dialysis and getting amputations as a result of lifestyle diseases. So one day I got tired of it. My patients used to come in and talk to me about all this type of stuff, but one day I just got tired of doing it. I got burnt out like generally doctors do and decided, you know what, I'm going to jump out of this. I'm going to talk to people about not how to be sick not putting medicine on it, but actually how to be well. My clients would, patients would come talk to me about these issues, yet in the structure of the way the regular American medical system works, there's no time for teaching people how to be well. Yes, it's getting worse. (laughs) Would, Would you please explain the difference between conventional medicine and functional medicine? So in conventional medical training, we generally go through anatomy and physiology, and then we quickly go on to pharmacology, and we learn here's a symptom, here's a disease complex, here's a medicine or a surgery to put on it, bang, put it on, see you later. When you're looking at functional medicine, what happens is you start looking at, well, what's underlying what made the person sick in the first place? And let's fix what's making the person sick in the first place. And that can be a number of things. Um, This is where mind, body, spirit starts to come in. But one of the big pieces that people a lot of times overlook, you know, your mom says you are what you eat. You are what you eat. And people today and in the past have a lot of nutritional deficiencies that are causing their problems. And they don't even realize those little type of things. But on the other side, there are these big picture life issues, and we'll call that stress, which are triggering illnesses. And in our current medical system, we just really haven't had a way to deal with how do we we figure out these triggers. And functional medicine kind of puts it all together. I'm also trained in integrative medicine also where I can pull from different systems outside of just, you know, nutritionals and herbals and things like that. Um, but being able to figure out, okay, what's going to work that's from Ayurvedic medicine? What's going to work that's from traditional Chinese medicine? Um, can we take into account somebody's spiritual and emotional state and help them work through those issues? So what's going on today is people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker, and we keep developing these you know, technologies like gene therapy. They're not making people well because we're still not getting at the root cause of what's going on. If you have a problem... You took a giant leap in um, being, uh, you know, moving into being a medical intuitive and a practicing psychic. (laughs) (laughs) How how did that come about? All by accident, and I was forced into it, I will say. Um, I started realizing during my medical practice um, that... I knew things about people with no explanation, Uh, just like I'd walk in a room with them or um, I'd see their name or something like that. And I know exactly what was wrong with them. And there was just no explanation for it. And I started to ignore it for a long time because in medicine, you just 
these kind of things you don't talk about. And if it's not based on a study, forget about it, don't even mention it. Um, but I started realizing more and more that these pieces were important, but also that when I started examining way back to when I was in medical school and besides getting good grades, I knew the answer like right off the bat that I was coming to the answer first and then filling it in with my science background to explain where I got the, oh, they have malignant hypertension. Here's what it is. <laughs> you know what so, I'm saying? so where does the information come from? So here's the thing. We're all connected in the universe. Energy is everything. And there's this energy and aura that's, this is in the quantum physics realm. That's, you know, we study biochemistry and physiology in medical school. We study physics on a limited standpoint and we don't think about it a whole lot, but this is the physics of life. This is where the information comes from that tells you to breathe, it tells you to blink. And we have language for this in the physics world, but we don't necessarily have language for this in the medical world. But yet, yes, it is. It's all connected. And everything, including diseases, has an energy imprint. Like an apple and an orange have a different energy imprint. Different disease states and different health states have different energy imprints. And people can sense that. Animals can sense that. We just, because we can't study it like we study drugs, we tend to dismiss it in our conventional medical system. So it's, it's energy, it's physics. It's not something as crazy as people think that it is. However, we just don't, we haven't had the language for it and the, being able to study it in such a way that makes people who say, I'm all about science. Now this is science, it's a different science. But people say, I'm all about the science, prove it to me. We just haven't figured out how to study it yet. But it's always been there. I mean, if you look around the world in indigenous cultures, you see people who are incredibly talented at helping people heal without the explanation of what we can study. So yeah, this is not something limited, new, aren't we? We, we are we're, we're limited to these studies, and yet the scientific method is, if if you you know the observer effect, kind of makes all the studies defunct, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I, I would say all studies are de defunct. I think that we need to be more inclusive and we need to understand that because even though we haven't learned how to study it yet, it doesn't mean that it's not valid there becomes the problem of figuring out what is valid and what is not valid and how do we tell about it. Um, people are wondering, uh, are concerned about um, what we would call quote unquote a quack. And so a lot, some of my colleagues would call me a quack because I talk about this, except when I come at them with my science background and I get the right answer and the client gets a result. All of a sudden they're like, well, we don't know how she did it or we don't know how she helped them, but she did. And so we'll just chalk it up to chance. Right. But it's not, yeah. it's, not chance. Chance. Yeah. it's not chance. It's not chance. We have just a little bit of time left here. But when we get back, I'd like to talk about the different ways and different uh, modalities that people actually tap into this and have for generations, like um, taking pulse points or smelling breath, that sort of thing. You're familiar with that, I'm sure. Yes. All right. Well, we should have fun on the other side of this commercial break, but it is time for a break. Dr. Veronica and I will return shortly, so don't you dare go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbnot.net. You can see past episodes of ours at missionevolution.org. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? 
Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org. We're dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. Our guest this hour is licensed physician Dr. Veronica Anderson. Her website, drveronica.com. As promised, Dr. Veronica, um, I wanted to go into the the ways that uh, different practitioners have actually been tapping into the invisible uh, realm of our health uh, from um, different modalities. So, what do you what do you what can you tell us there? It's been going on for years. So, if anybody's ever um, intersected with somebody who practices traditional Chinese medicine, you walk in, they start looking at your tongue, they feel your pulse, and it seems like they say, oh, blah, blah, blah is going on, which they're right. <laughs> um, and it's a different way of assessing. We have so many different ways of assessing that have been studied, like Ayurvedic medicine, like traditional Chinese medicine that work, um, that we need to be inclusive about it. And if you've never experienced it, you're going to say, okay, well, this doesn't exist. That's where people like me come in. I'm like, listen, I, I like to deal with people who have something strange, rare, and peculiar. You've maxed out of everything else and then come to me and let me, let me help you at that point. Because then you're open for different answers. And I can, you know, what I am is, you know, I like, I like to follow basketball or tennis or something. Let's say, say I'm the Serena Williams of um, intuition from the medical realm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just, we all have, this ability and skill because we all are connected. We all can sense energy. It's just, there are some of us who it's more finely developed and specifically for someone like me who has a lot of medical background and training, I'm able to access a deeper and different level than a lot of times people who have it. And so I can get very complex information and answer. Everything in the universe is, is connected. I mean, we have remote viewing groups that were used by the United States government, okay? So we just exist and people have been using it for years kind of and in they have. Exactly. Well, the shamanic societies, if you know, they, they that's what they use. I mean, I've seen people uh, be able to recognize illness in a liver just by heat signatures, by passing their hands over the person's body and then have the test done. And sure enough, there you have it. Um, other people, they see darkness in an in area of the person's auric field. So don't we use all of our senses um, uh, and put uh, filter together the information? We do use all our senses. What's been going on, though, is we've been taught, especially in our culture, to turn those senses off and ignore them. And that has been to our peril, um, especially those of us who are trained in, in the Western medicine way. We've been taught to turn that off. What happens with a lot of my colleagues, especially in my female colleagues, is that they've been practicing for a while. They start to have 
more mystical experiences and then there's no explanation and they start exploring or they have their own illness they can't get out of it from everything they've been taught after graduating from medical school with honors and doing everything perfectly and then they run across somebody who seems to know so much less than them but all of a sudden they come into a healing some type mm-hmm. of way so more people are exploring this my my thing is i would like more trained practitioners who have high levels of education to explore it more, train in it more, and harness it so that we can help more people heal. When the when the chemicals aren't working, when the surgery is not working, or when somebody decides they don't want to use the chemicals in surgery, there need to be people who understand all of these modalities and understand how to use their special gifts and talents in this energy realm to be able to help people heal. You know, you, you brought up an interesting point, and it's one that's near and dear to my heart, that some people, they have the natural ability to be uh, uh, medical intuitive, but they have absolutely no medical training. And isn't it a little bit irresponsible to be telling people things um, that you may or may not be interpreting properly because, properly because you don't have the education or background? I agree. I see it. It's frustrating. But on the other side, I do think that uh, people who are on their particular spiritual journey, illnesses and injuries are their message from the universe. And those people who are on their journey are going to reach out to whoever, whoever is appropriate to them at the particular time. And so there's a lot of people out there who do not have traditional medical training are still doing a lot to help people. What needs to happen, though, is those people and the medical community need to collect together so we're not so suspicious of each other. And when that person maxes out, and they probably will at some point, they know that there's somebody like me who has a bigger girth and realm. So that when somebody comes to me and I'm like, listen, this is something, you you have a magnesium deficiency. This is not something that we need to, you know, get all spiritual about. Take some magnesium. You need people (laughs) like me to say, listen, you know, your problem is you're not eating right. This is not about, okay, let, we can explore on a spiritual level why you want to do that to your body, but let's, let's go with the basic biochemistry and physiology that we know will work rather than get all spiritual about it. And so somebody People who have training are going to know that and say that I, as a licensed physician, have a moral and ethical obligation to tell you the truth about what I know. And if it's something where, hey, listen, you have cancer and you're too sick for us to sit here and, and do the spiritual stuff right now go do this right now. I'll work with you while you're doing this, but you need to be in the hands of, um, you know, a big institution where we could all work on the team together. Right. That's uh, what integration is about working on a team, team is, together. Team, teamwork is going to be huge in the future, I think, because none of us has it all, you know, if, but if your medical training was as an eye surgeon, uh, what qualifies you to interpret medical intuitive information, um, that may have to do with other systems like oncology or cardiology? Um, you know, the, 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 and that's, a, let me tell you, interesting question, um, because, all right, so think about it this way. I Once you go through medical school, you have gone through all these areas of specialty generally. And so I've gone through cardiology training. I've gone through all this as I've been going through my medical training, including my internship when I was doing everything and running around on the floor, working in the ICU and CCU. So I have clinical background from general medical training that all practitioners get, and that doesn't go away. That's what makes it so that the the information I get is deeper because when I'm looking at a body, I'm looking at it and seeing it like I saw it in a, in, a, in a gross anatomy lab or how I've been taught to read it on an MRI. So I'm seeing it on a different level and different language with different detail. So realize that all doctors have this particular type of background where they've had pulmonary stuff, cardiology, endocrinology, all this level of background. Now, when it comes to being a medical intuitive, I'm at the point right now where I am encouraging that we start 
going into subspecialty areas where you're better at something than you are. It's the field is just not that developed yet because there has to be enough people who want to do it like that. But guess what? When somebody comes to me and when they got something with eye stuff, oh my God, I know the answer. Like, here's what to do. Here's what you have. They don't even have to, they could say, I'm having a problem with my eyes. And I could say, don't tell me anything else. Here's what's going on. Here's what I see. Because that's but, but where still, my if, if we if we start specializing as medical intuitives, um, then aren't we segregating again, just, just like the problem we have now? Well, there's going to be, it's still going to be a team approach, but just think about it like a basketball team. You have, um, you know, LeBron James who plays a particular position and then there's everybody else who does something else. Everybody has an area that they're going to be better at. It doesn't mean that you don't see other things. It doesn't mean I can't see it. It's just there's going to be somebody else who, because they were a cardiologist, they're going to be much better at the heart stuff than I am. Doesn't mean I can't do it and I can't see it, but they're going to be better at it. I think it behooves us to understand that, okay, there's somebody else out there. I see this, that, and the other thing. I think you should talk to doctor this person because they're a cardiologist and they have this skill. They're going to be able to help you on a different level than I'm going to be able to help you. So you don't see any conflict between being a licensed physician, a functional medicine practitioner, and a psychic? It's not something I can turn off. It is something that we all have. It's just that I'm one of the people who's willing to admit it that I have it and say that I am. And not just <laughs> no. call it a hunch, right? I, exactly. I'm just, yeah. I'm calling it like it is, but what, what most doctors do is they go behind the scenes and they talk about this, but they don't want to say in public that this is what's happening. I mean, just, if you talk to practically any doctor, they'll tell you how they knew something. They have no explanation about it, but they don't want to come in front of their colleagues and necessarily say that. So and we need to get out which, of that. How, Speaking of which, how is your diversity received by the medical community? <laughs> it depends on it depends on where I'm walking and talking. Um, you know, there. I, I, as I said, there's 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 people who say, "What you're doing? It's it's crazy. It's it's you know, I can't believe you you do stuff like that." And there's other people that say, "Can you tell me how you do that? How do you do it so accurately? Can you teach me how to do that?" And you know, because I've come up with systems on how to do it at this point on a very deep level. So I'm like. Here's how you do it. Here's how you keep the rigor in it. Here's how you use certain tools you've been taught to do. Here's how you put it alongside of your clinical practice. And so, yes, there's the people who are the, let's call them the non-believers, who are going to try to debunk anything you do or say. But then there's this whole other community of brilliant people with just as much education and training who want to figure out, I have sick people in front of me. I'm missing something. I know there's this other piece. Now, how do I do it with the rigor that I'm used to rather than willy-nilly? And that's where somebody like me comes in. Somebody's got to stand up and say something. Absolutely. We've so got to have to take another short pause. Dr. Veronica and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break. So you stay right there. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xedbn.net. How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? Then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hyde can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. 
Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org, bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. We're speaking with licensed physician Dr. Veronica Anderson, her website, drveronica.com. Before we go too much further, Dr. Veronica, I would really like to have you explain uh, a little further. Um, what uh, kind of spirit are we talking about? You know, we, we talk about the spiritual realm or spirituality. As you're speaking about it, how, would you define what that is? So the thing about the spirit is everybody has this inside them. This is where, you know, your core emanates from that makes you who you are, your life journey, your life path. People always wonder about what their life purpose is. And every being um, has a spirit. And they're connected in this energetic world, you know, this this part that we don't necessarily see with our physical eyes, but we actually have a place in our brain in the temporal lobe that has this what, you know, a lot of people will call the God sense, the spirit sense. So this is something that people, some people will say it doesn't exist but most people agree that there is something else out there that they can't see. Some people can see it. I, you know, there's people, you know, I can see auras sometime with people and there are people who see these auras and orbs and things like that, but most people don't, but it is out there and it does exist. And I will say to the point where in the United States in 1998, they said in for medical students that before you graduate from medical school, you need to know how to take a spiritual history because patients, clients feel that this is important. They, it's been studied that people feel like this is the area of their biggest need when they're intersecting with the healthcare system and not only when they're on their deathbed. And so it's been mandated that doctors should know how to take a spiritual history, yet we still are not embracing it, whereas, you know, People are saying to me, why aren't there more doctors like you? There well, are is, enough doctors like is, me. Is the spiritual realm actually the energetic aspect of a person? I believe that it is. I believe that it is. But so, I mean, this is thing, something we haven't, we haven't, I would say we haven't been able to parse this out. It's still, this is the new frontier where we're figuring out what is what. The area of just, let's call it consciousness even. What is, what is this area? Well, you know, um, again, the, the shamanic practitioners uh, for millennia have believed that everything has spirit. And if you look at it that way, doesn't that mean that even each organ has spirit, every flora and fauna and bug in, the, in our system has spirit? And um, is it a question of balancing those frequencies to find health? It is, uh, and they're going to come come in and out of bounds based on what's happening in life, what's going on in your life, what your particular purpose is here. We all have a particular. We're gonna. We're here to learn particular lessons. Um, we don't necessarily know what those lessons are. We some of us have amnesia. Other of us discover one of our purposes. And you know, just by me sitting here and speaking with you. I couldn't have said that 10 years ago I would have this conversation with somebody because I was too afraid. But I now understand after many people exploring my own spirituality, meeting people who are gifted, who have told me, wait a minute, you have markings in your hands, you have on your birth chart, you have this, that. They put all these different pieces together from the spiritual realm to say, listen, you're set aside to talk about this and teach about this. And if you are not, you're not on your master path in life. 
So what impact is ignoring the spiritual or energetic aspect having on the effectiveness of current healing modalities? <laughs> well, all you have to do is look at how much money we spend in the Western world on all these technologies and how we rate really low in what's how people are getting well. When we do start dealing with this component of it, and that's why I like to term it, you know, when I when I talk to people, I say, let's just call it stress. And people say, uh-huh. And then you start speaking in a language that people understand. Everybody understands that stress is killing. And without realizing how to solve the big issues that people are going through in their life in a deep level, people stay sick. It's so you're why, talking about the psychological level there, yes? It, part of it is the psychological level, but how come some people deal with the same thing very well and other people don't? You see what I'm saying? So there's a realm on how we all walk through a particular circumstance and deal with a particular circumstance. Our so journey. What, what are some of the modalities that treat the human spiritual level? That's why I like love homeopathy. <laughs> um, okay, so first, I do believe that um, the you know the other two old modalities that I've mentioned before, like you know the systems we know about, like Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine, have it already built into them. You know, they talk about you know the life, the chi, the prana, all those type of things. There are. Um, of course, the different shamanic and indigenous areas and places where this is put in. But there are also um, modalities that we've discovered, like homeopathy, who don't simply, they don't, they don't deal on a physical level. They work on an energetic level. If you deal with a homeopathic solution or a homeopathic pill, we know that there's an imprint on it and it usually helps people um, process on a spiritual and emotional level, which pushes their spirit back into balance and their body back into balance. And sometimes it seems miraculously. You know, you know what? One thing that I've wondered is, you know, at this point where we've been using uh, coarser, I'm sorry, but coarse medication and, and chemicals to affect drastic changes, are we so far out of balance that we, it's kind of hard to shovel poop with a feather. Don't we kind of <laughs> need to kind of step it back down to where we can um, respond to the more refined uh, approaches like homeopathy? This is why being integrative is important. You have to be able to understand what people need at different times. And so I've never said I am anti every pharmaceutical or procedure or anything like that. Sometimes, yes, you have to put out the fire before you can start rebuilding. But there are also um, these types of, you know, homeopathy. So think, for instance, if you get hurt, Arnica Montana is like a miracle. <laughs> I mean, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to need surgery, but it's something that seems like it speeds healing so much that it's like, all right, any time that you give it, it's good. It's knowing when to use it and how to use it and how to use it in concert with all the other tools and techniques that we have out there. So have the effectiveness of these alternative treatments been studied? Yes, and there you know there there are Cochrane reviews and things like that. Not everyone because we haven't figured out how to do it and you also have to realize that if it's not uh, a drug where or a procedure or something like that where somebody where lots of people stand to make millions and billions of dollars, there's not necessarily the impetus to put a lot of money towards it and so therefore study in these areas are slow. But there is a journal of complementary and alternative medicine that's out there. And you can go do a search on PubMed and find these studies. You just have to know what to search for and that it does exist and to go deep and look. There's studies on prayer. There's studies on different homeopathic medicines. There's lots of, there's studies on um, indigenous ceremonies. If you go and start looking, you'll realize that there probably are more studies than we, that, that you would think that there are. 
And that's that's reassuring um, because people tend to listen to if there's a study. Um, you know, everything's subjective, and uh, you know, a lot of the energy work is subjective, and that doesn't satisfy um, the uh, larger scheme of things in starting to validate and utilize the alternatives. Let me make a, a, a statement about studies, though. Start looking at realize there are what seven billion people in the world, seven point five billion people in the world, and when you look at a large study. It may have 75,000 people in it, but most studies are in the hundreds, maybe to a couple thousand. And so we're making decisions on everybody in the world and population based on usually a very small fraction of the population. And a lot of times the population that's studied is not necessarily somebody who's even genetically similar to me. And so I look and say, hey, you know what? A lot of studies are done on European men. I'm not a European man. How do I know that applies to me? And so we have to start thinking that every time we find something, it doesn't necessarily apply to everyone and the numbers are small. So I'm not saying that studies aren't helpful. It's just when you look at it, you have to realize that maybe it's not valid for everybody in every circumstance. Well, yeah, when we start looking at genetics and epigenetics, it just adds a whole nother dynamic, doesn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) And and we've known that for years. It's just, it takes a minimum of 25 years for these to trickle into the mainstream. And in fact, there's, this is, I think it was 2018. I was just reading this last week. It's shown that we've, there are a lot of um, things that we do in medicine that we've been proven not to be effective in studies that doctors and hospitals are still doing. It takes a long time to change the procedure and protocol, even when something has been proven not to be effective. So for instance, we now have studies that show that statin drugs actually cause what they're supposed to prevent, yet we still prescribe statin drugs as one of the highest um, prescriptions in in the world now. Wow, well, we need to take another quick break. Dr. Veronica and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xedbn.net. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the National Security State. 
All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through Trinday.com or Amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. To suggest a topic or guest, email us, info at missionevolution.org. Our guest this hour is licensed physician Dr. Veronica Anderson, her website, drveronica.com. Dr. Veronica, what, you're a practicing psychic. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> it means that people consult me for these spiritual and energetic type questions um, outside of simply my medical knowledge. They insult me more for medical type issues or you know health problems where they can't find an answer or they want to deep answers or they want to understand what are the spiritual and emotional links that could be driving this. I'm going to figure out what those are and work on them. So people consult me for that type of thing. Um, is, and, can you do this at a distance or do you have to see them in person? Oh, no. I, let me, it's interesting. I only do it at a distance because otherwise I don't consider it organic because I'm fully trained. Somebody walks in, I'm reading all kinds of things about them. So I prefer to never even meet the person before I start reading them so that I'm not biased by information that's in, in the physical realm necessarily. So I, I prefer, will I meet somebody in person and do it? Yes, but I prefer before I ever meet them to start doing the reading and the work on them so I'm getting a truly organic answer and I'm not getting physical cues that I've been taught because of all my medical training. So do you bilocate in order to do that? Are, are you mean, do I go, are, am I splitting myself? Um, I'm trying to figure out how you're accessing their information at a distance. Ah, uh, um, I can connect with them just simply, you know, there's in, in, in the physics world, there's no space and time. So I can connect with anybody based on that. There's no space and time and it can be past, present or future. So for instance, sometime I might see something about somebody's past life and say, oh, this is what's going on. And here's the past life story that goes along with that. And here's why you have this particular symptom. And here's what we're going to do about it. Or, but is that, is that, I've got a quick question. Is that sure. past life or is that genetic? So are we looking at our, our, our genetic history or are we looking at an actual past life? Isn't that a curious okay. thought? Okay. So <laughs> now you get deep in the last section. There's your genetic lineage but there's also your spiritual lineage and your genetic lineage and your spiritual lineage are different. So you can be different in different genetics in your spirit, which is, you know, they're, so they're, they're separate. So when you're looking at a past life, it's not necessarily that you're looking at the genetics of what's going on. You're looking at a past life where at that particular time, you were a completely, you know, your, your soul is, let's say the soul is the same. You have your soul journey all through time, but you're just life on the spirit of Veronica, 4,500 BC. I was a queen and a Pharaoh, and that was a completely different genetics and life and everything else. So they're, they're different. And sometimes it's appropriate to have those discussions with people. I will have discussions with people and say, I'm concerned because I see something in your genetic code that's X, Y, Z. That's different than when I say to someone, hey, I see a past life's link and here's the story behind it. 
You speak of the emotional, spiritual, and energetic triggers as roots causes of disease. Would you mind explaining that? (laughs) Well, these systems have been pretty well worked out. Let's talk about the stress of the cortisol system. When people have these, we know that it triggers illnesses uh, and we know the way it works out. And so that's what I'm going to say. You know, the, the, the simple answer is that when you have an emotional problem, it's going to seat and sit someplace in your body and cause particular changes that happen. Just think, um, you know, how if, if something happens, you'll feel a tightness in your chest or your breathing will change. Everything, when you're feeling something, there are physiologic changes that are going on in your body. And so this is how we remember stuff through our whole lifetime. And we all keep this history in our body. And if there's no way for you to figure out how to release it and it keeps building up, this is how illnesses continue to happen. So you're talking about like miasms, uh, blocked emotions, et cetera, that literally takes up residence in the body and creates localized pain and illness? Yes. And the piece about that that's important is for people to realize that there are messages and what's happening that are part of their spiritual journey. The way the universe gives you messages is generally through illnesses and injuries, your own or somebody else's. So you might be well, but you end up having, here's for instance, a child who has autism or a child who has Down syndrome, and you were meant to learn lessons from that another person's illness or a parent who has something. See what I'm saying? So the illnesses or injuries are powerful ways that we get messages on what we need to do in life, what's going on in life, what's our next step. And when you master understanding those, a lot of times you're able to figure out how to be well and how to live a long time. So it sounds like you're saying it's pretty important not to just sink into victimhood, but to rather take responsibility for the condition you find yourself in? Absolutely. Um, I think it's, when people say, oh, you're blaming me for the condition, oh, absolutely not. What I, This is really a message of empowerment for you to realize that you do have a power and there are people out here who can help you work through this as you're you know, supporting the physical while we're working through the spiritual so you can get through this. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody's going to have a, a healing or even a cure. It depends on your particular spiritual journey. So I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to, you know, I- I'm, I'm going to uh, move your energy. I'm going to heal you. I, I, I don't I don't talk like that. For some people, that may be what happens to them. But it depends on what that particular person's spiritual journey is and what they're here to learn. And illnesses and injuries, practically everybody has them in themselves or they're going to deal with them in somebody else and get very deep messages on something that's going on in their life. So what do you see as the major limitations of our conventional medicine right now? That we ignore all this, that we, um, because we haven't figured out exactly how to study it, that we are ignoring this um, to the peril of, you know, you know, for, at least in America, the whole nation is just sick and getting sicker and, uh, you know, a lot of bad things are happening. We're not realizing that we're having a spiritual crisis Okay, and our spiritual crisis, think about it. We're having the school shootings, the opioid epidemics, all these things that are happening. And um, yet the number three cause of people getting sick and dying has to do with medical interventions. We're not on the right pathway exactly. And we need to start incorporating the whole person, the whole being, so that we can move to the next level. And we're going to have to move as, as a culture to a different level. Not, it's not going to be just one person. It's going to be the whole culture, which is why I'm on a movement of we need more doctors that are going to talk about this with people. And it becomes okay to talk about this with people. What do you see the health and healing to look like if the entire human ecosystem is taken into consideration? Oh, my God. <laughs> It's it's funny. Um, I would say about 15 years ago, I was having a discussion with one of my friends and he was saying, you know, one day we're going to look and we're going to say, I don't believe we did those barbaric things. Why don't we take those chemicals? Why don't we do those surgery? We have this ability to heal. 
you know the body has the ability to heal and there's other ways to do it. And for whatever reason, we forgot it. We're just, you know, the whole vibration of the whole globe is going to lift up when we start embracing more of these messages. It doesn't mean throw away all technology. I'm not saying that, but when you figure how to put it all together, we're going to have a lot more happier, healthier people. This is when we're going to start learning, you know, for, you know, this just sounds very kumbaya, but how we're going to start living in peace. We have a lot of people who are angry and sick and if people aren't angry and sick because they're in pain and they're suffering, there's going to be a lot more peace. We could sure use some of that. <laughs> what do you see as the future of the marriage between medicine and spirit? It's, it's going to be mandatory. <laughs> as I said, you know, back in 1998, it was like mandated that when you graduate from medical school, you should know how to take a spiritual history. I think one day, very soon, we're going to start coming to the realization that we have to take this into account. It is all one. We're going to understand why Ayurvedic medicine is set up with that side, with the spirit, why traditional Chinese medicine, and then we're going to have our uh, you know, coming back together of not just, you know, a system in the physical, but the putting the spiritual back in and, and have a whole new system that I hope ends up better than what we had. Isn't that what it's about? Isn't it about evolving and ending up better? So it will get married. I'm not sure when, but it will get married. Well, I don't know about you, but I anxiously await that day. Absolutely. Wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a wonderful time. Well, Dr. Veronica, thank you so much for standing up and speaking your truth and uh, for taking the initiative that you have. Um, as always, time has flown and now we're out of it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Our guest this hour has been licensed physician, Dr. Veronica Anderson, author of But Now I See, a medical intuitive surgeon's guide to the meaning of your illness and how to heal from chronic and incurable diseases. Her website, drveronica.com. For our amazing past episode collection, visit our website, www.missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Wilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to our evolving world. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, 
go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.